There are several exits on this aircraft in the event of an emergency. At this time, please fasten your seatbelts as we are preparing for takeoff. And welcome aboard. Welcome back to another episode of It's Just a Talk Podcast. My name is Mauricio. I'm your host here. And welcome to episode 31. Today's episode is being brought to you by that baby inside the Rosca de Reyes. You know, the white baby. The one that you almost choke on if you don't know that there's a baby inside the Rosca de Reyes. That baby. So for those of you who do not know, a Rosca de Reyes is like the circular sweet bread, I want to call it, um, and people put, like, plastic babies inside it, not actual babies. We'll talk about actual babies inside bread later on our question of the week. Um, that's a joke, but you'll get it later. Um, and if you cut the piece that has a baby, you have to, like, throw a party and make tamales. That's, like, the tradition. And for those of you who do not know, the Rosca, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble with words today and every day of my life. The Rosca de Reyes is basically um, used to celebrate the Three Wise Men Day or El Día de los Tres Reyes Magos. I grew up celebrating El Día de los Tres Reyes Magos. Um, it's a very Latino celebration, even though I know it's celebrated in other places that are not Latin America. And so I feel... Like, the Tres Magos was really a great excuse for Latino parents to buy gifts on clearance and then tell their children that the Tres Magos got it from you, you know? Because, like, you know, you're trying to save money. So that's what they did it. So anyways, <laughs> like I was saying, today's episode, episode 31 of It's Just a Talk podcast, your Spanglish, political, queer, Latinx, and shady podcast is brought to you by that actual baby inside the Oscar de Reyes. Once again, this is It's Just a Talk, where we talk a little tea, we talk a little truth, but you know, I always leave time to talk some shit. Let's get this party started and go to the next segment of the episode. I'll see you there. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the next segment of the episode. The segment that I like to call, like the sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. And in this segment, we basically are going to talk about like things that are happening in the world. A lot is happening in the world. But then we're going to do some pop culture, uh, some news that happened in pop culture, things that like people might have not known or things that we already know. And we're like, girl, like I don't need to be reminded of, you know, what's going on. But I'm still going to remind you. So let's do that. OK, so the first thing that we're going to talk about is actually something that has been in on everybody's mind. And that is. You know, what happened last Wednesday? So last Wednesday, uh, literally a week from today, uh, the capital of the United States, where our senators and our Congress people uh, meet and do and have their meetings and uh, laws and propositions and whatever you want to call it, get passed, um, was kind of, sort of, super taken over. 
I don't even know what to call it. I'm still trying to like grapple with the idea that our capital, the building that's supposed to be the safest and most secure building in the whole country, uh, aside from the White House, I would I would think, was taken over by like by like these Trump supporters. And I know a lot of people have been saying it like, oh, the white people took over. And yes, I will agree, the majority were white. I would probably say that like 98.9% of them were white. But I was also watching the news, girl, and I saw, you know, so, you know, one or two Latino-looking people, one or two Black-looking people, one or two Asian-looking people who were sucked in by the idea of, like, being closest to whiteness is what I believed happened, which I know that y'all know a lot of people, you know, quieren ser blancos. Entonces, those people that want to be white, they feel if they if they associate themselves con la gente blanca, que van a ser blancos. You know, y'all know some of those people, you know, your tía, your tíos, you know, they're like, they convince themselves that they white, they use the blanqueador, you know, the, the cream, the blanqueadore, to be lighter. They're the, your aunts and uncles, or maybe your grandparents, they have that belief that like, whiter is better. So I saw those people too. So I'm gonna say it was like ninety eight point nine percent white, and then the rest was like, I wish I was white, but I'm still brown or black or Asian or etc. But I'm gonna be here with these white people, and maybe they'll accept me. Newsflash, they still don't accept you. Okay, I'm just gonna put out there. <laughs> so the Capitol was taken over, um, and there's all these videos surfacing. We're going to talk a lot more about it during Today in the Country. But there's all these videos surfacing of, like, the police helping them or, like, uh, police not doing enough to block them. Um, there is a couple of the policemen that, uh, you know, risk their lives to be able to... Um, protect our senators and our Congress people, but also there's those videos on like TikTok and stuff cuando se mira que le están abriendo la puerta o nomás están dejando entrar and I was like, whoa, like what is happening? Like I know we all knew this was gonna happen and I know we all like had, you know, we were scared that these people have been like militarized. I've been telling y'all, I've been telling y'all pero nadie me cree, pero like even though, like, it was a surprise, and I was shocked, and I was stuck to TV the whole day, like, and I've still been watching a lot of, like, news coverage about it and, like, the aftermath, I can't say that I was surprised. Were you surprised? Like, for real, I can't say I was surprised. Porque this has been happening for a long-ass time. Like, I've been telling y'all people, when we started seeing all those, like, protests uh, against COVID, and they were all armed and saying that, like, this wasn't real, or, like, even people that were coming armed, they were Trump supporters, they were coming armed to, like, Black Lives Matter protests or any other protests. I was like, yo, like, I know, like, we're supposed to be anti-gun, or at least that's what, like, people that I hang out with, but I'm gonna be, like, really pro-gun real soon, because I'm not, if I'm, if I'm not pro-gun, then, like, the people who are pro-gun, they're going to shoot us. <laughs> so I started looking. I was like, how can I get a gun? Like, how can I legally get one? Because, like, if it comes down to it, I at least want to know how to, like, pick one up and, like, aim and shoot. Porque 
no sabemos qué va a pasar. Like, none of us know what's going to happen. I'm just saying. A lighter news, but still shady news. Um, the Real Houses of Atlanta and the Real Houses of Salt Lake City have been happening. Um, I feel like I need to, like, do, like, a special segment just to, like, go over the Housewives. Let me know in the comments if you would like to hear a special Housewives segment. Um, just to touch bases on things. Uh, these are my problematic fave shows. It used to be just Real Houses of Atlanta, you know, and I've always been a Kenya stan. But ahora, you know, Real Real Houses of Salt Lake City, like it's been showing me a different side of like LDS or latter latter them latter day uh, latter day saints. I think it's Sayama, you know, Mormons. Ladder something. But I know so I'm an LDS, those Mormons. No offense if you're Mormon. I don't know what LDS really stands for. I think it stands for Latter day Saints. Semiase. I should Google it. Let we'll Google it later. But I've been learning a lot of different things about like what Mormons are supposed to do and what they're not supposed to do from the show. Probably not the best source for me to get this information. But I'm still sucking it in. <laughs> Another show that came back uh, and it started was RuPaul's Drag Race Began. So RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13 empezó hace dos semanas, se me hace. Um, este viernes, uh, in a couple of days, it's going to be the third episode. So far, it's good, yo. Like, but so far, I have my favorites and people that I totally cannot stand. Um, if y'all watch Drag Race, this is gonna make sense. If y'all don't watch Drag Race, just, like, fast forward 30 seconds. Because that's probably as much as it's gonna take. So, I would say my top five right now are, um, Denali, um, Utica Queen, Got Mick, uh, I'm gonna say, no me acuerdo los otras dos. The other two are probably not that, oh, uh, Lala Ree. E uh I wanna say Simone. Simone is growing on me. Simone is for sure growing on me. Those are definitely growing on me. People uh that I cannot stand, and this is gonna be some controversial. It's gonna be controversial. I cannot stand Candy Muse. I'm sorry, I can't stand her. Like, I feel like she's trying too hard. And I'm like, girl, why are you trying so hard? Like, just be yourself, sweetie. People will like you regardless. But, like, she comes off, like, a little, like, tough. Like, this is how Latinos are supposed to be in Brooklyn. And I'm like, nah, girl, like, ¿cuántos pasos para atrás vas a tener? Like, take a couple steps back. Um, and that's my RuPaul's Drag Race uh, review. Uh, uh, you know, I might do, like, a just TV review on the side. Um, maybe, I, maybe I should do, I should do YouTube. I look at up pensando, you know, my face... It's not necessarily made for radio, but I like radio. And so when I say that, it's like, I have a beautiful face. At least that's what my mom told me. And my mom never lied, okay? Except that one time and that other time. And then, well, she lies sometimes, but I know she didn't lie to me. Mm -mm. <laughs> but you know who did lie to who? Kanye. Kanye apparently lied to Miss Kim Kardashian. Uh, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are getting a divorce. Um, and a lot of people are saying, I tell you, the Kardashians ruin men. And I am disagreeing because I don't like the Kardashians that much. Pero I feel like Kanye was already, like, ruined himself. He didn't need the Kardashians' help. The Kardashians just, like, gave him a push. You know what I mean? Rumors are, el rumor is, 
Mm-mm. Y'all want the tea? Get in the tea. Uh, the rumor is that apparently Kanye West, I mean, apparently um, Kim Kardashian West found Kanye West cheating on her with Jeffree Star. If you don't know who Jeffree Star is, he used to be on MySpace. And when he was on MySpace, he used to, like, uh, wear, like, a bunch of makeup. And, like, he was, like, an emo kid. And now he's, like, a multimillionaire because he sells makeup. So look him up. He looks scary. He looks like the creep keeper or something. Pero si eso le gusta Kanye, eso le gusta Kanye. You know, so you go, Kanye, with your uh, homeless-looking clothes, your ugly shoes, and your ugly man. Right? Jeffree Star pronouns are he, him, his, right? I don't know, girl. I got to look that up, too. We looking up too many things. We should look that before the show. Um, Something else that people should be looking up for is staying the fuck home. So COVID has been on the rise for since our ever, like forever. Like, I, I feel like I should just live in this closet. I mean, it's a nice walk-in closet. I should just live in here. Porque COVID nunca se va a terminar. They're never going to end. So there's been a bunch of stay-at-home orders in, like, a lot of different states and a lot of different cities. Uh, the Bay Area is one of them. L.A. New York went into a stay-at-home order. Um, basically, a lot of blue states, uh, like, led by Democratic folks, have been um, doing the... ¿Cómo se llama? They've been doing the, the, the thing. Se me olvida. Oh, the stay-at-home order. There you go. And then the rest, like Texas, Miami, all these damn places, they just be, like, partying it up and spreading COVID like crazy. Entonces, yo, like, just because there's a vaccine happening doesn't mean that y'all can just stay out at home. I'm just saying, it's really concerning to me because, I don't know, like... I keep thinking about my parents. I keep thinking about, like, how my mom is doing. My mom lives with my two brothers, and they both go to work every day. Yes, I have another brother that I don't talk to or talk about, but, oh, he lives with my mom. So she lives with her two two other sons and my one brother. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. <laughs> he... I'm worried that, like, even though, like, there's a vaccine and once Biden comes into office, he's supposed to, like, help the vaccine rollout happen faster. Like, it's still scary to know that, like, one in five people are contracting COVID in L.A. right now. Like, one in five, bitch. Like, that's a fucking lot. Like, that is, like, if you live in a household of five people, that means one of your people probably has COVID. It's gotten so bad that public health officials have said that if you live in a household with someone who's immune compromised or is older, that you should also wear your mask inside the house at all times. That's fucking scary, bitch. Just give me my vaccine. I just want to go and uh, my, I get on grinder and put... And what I did see was that people are like, no, this is not happening on Grinder, people are already putting like vaccinated bottom or vaccinated top. And I'm like, no, this cannot be the trend. Sweetie, so Lord Jesus, this cannot be the trend, please. <laughs> so, as we start this new year, 2021, I just want to let you know that when you spell out 2021, 
It actually says 2021. Like, 2020 got no. Like, did 2020 win? Because it feels like 2021 is telling us that 2020 won. <laughs> that was a stupid-ass joke. But with that stupid-ass joke, we're going to go over to our question of the week. I'll see you there, Gerald. y'all i have a problem i feel because i haven't been doing this every you know two weeks like i plan myself that i should do and then you know las cosas pasan son las cosas de la vida you know then like when i do get to it that i talk too much and then segments are just gonna be head along so if y'all want me to just like not talk that long just like put in the comments be like maori hablas mucho like take some Adderall or something. No. Uh, but welcome back to the next segment of the podcast, our question of the week. And I think after last week's insurrection, which should be the word of the year, like a uh, Webster, Mer- Meridium Webster Dictionary puts out a, a word of the year cada año. Este año, the word of the year should be insurrection. Insurrection, okay? Mira, si no sabes qué se llama, in, qué es insurrection, vamos a ver qué dice. In, insurrection. Okay, I have to look this up porque yo no sé what the real definition is. There you go. Insurrection. It's a noun. A violent uprising against an authority or a government. The definition from Oxford Languages. Okay, so the word of the year should be insurrection. But after the insurrection that happened, or the attempted insurrection that happened last Wednesday, I think a lot of us have been hearing a lot about this QAnon, or this QAnon, or QQAnon, or it's actually QAnon, I believe, because it's like supposed to be like anonymous. You know, the gays know what Anon means, okay? Ask a gay. They know what Anon means. <laughs> but oh, this is like Q Anon. So it's supposed to be like Q Anonymous. It's short for Q Anonymous. And Q or Q Anon, it's a conspiracy theory that has really taken like a lot of people by storm and a lot of like folks in like um I was gonna say third world country. Let's not say that. A lot of folks that live like in not the wilderness, like, no con los, you know, los, los, los venados ni nada. But like, el venado, el venado, que no le digan en la esquina, el venado. El... Okay, uh, my ADHD is, like, really popping right now. So, it's going to show in this episode. So, <laughs> like, not the wilderness, but people that are in rural areas. That is the word I was looking at. I told you I was having a hard time with words. I was not kidding. So people, a lot of people that live in rural areas have really been taken um, by storm when it comes to this QAnon conspiracy theory because now that they have been having to be home uh, so much because of COVID, a lot of folks have been going into like rabbit holes on YouTube, on Facebook, on these uh, like chat 
forums like Reddit and others and have been becoming part of like this conspiracy theory or like believers of the conspiracy theory. So QAnon, to explain it to you, the very first time that QAnon came to be was in October of 2017 when it was show it like popped up in one of the message boards that is used a lot by um, right wing uh, conservatives or slash white supremacists. So the belief was that Q is actually a uh, military officer that works in the government and is uh, telling secrets, government secrets through this message board for its followers to follow and they take it almost like encrypted code. Like this this person, Q, and I'm, I'm doing huge air quotes right now, like huge air quotes. This person, Q, um, it's really a patriot and it's looking out for this country and it's finally trying to unveil all the crazy things that are happening behind closed doors through these message boards and really talking to the people. Um, and so these people are like, oh, Q is la persona que nos va a salvar. You're gonna save us, Q. Um, so what QAnon conspiracists believe that a lot of, um, politicians or like they call them, they don't call them the swamp. What do they call them? The, the, I forget the word that they use, but a lot of like, uh, politicians that like have been politicians for a while, as well as a lot of rich people, as well as a lot of, um, like Hollywood actors and actresses and directors and and um and producers are all in this like pedophile ring, and they all come together once a month, um and they breed babies so they kidnap women to have them have babies in these underground tunnels that only they. Um, I'm sorry, I can't do this. I'm literally explaining it to you, but it's so bizarre. You, like, I keep thinking, like, ¿Cuál pendejo va a creer esto? Pero there's a lot of people that are obviously pendejos because they believe it. Okay, let me continue. Where was I at? So they have underground tunnels that are only accessible to these elite politicians, people, and, um, like... Hollywood stars where they like keep these women hostage and these women have babies and at a certain age once a month all these people go down there and they kill these babies and they suck their blood they like drink their blood straight out of their bodies I have to stop because <laughs> this is so stupid how can somebody believe this Anyways, <laughs> so they believe that they suck the blood out of these babies to live forever, and that's like their path. Now, the main thing that they believe is that their savior, the person who's going to save them from this pedophile ring of elites, is Donald J. Trump, which is actually the very first time I ever said his name in my podcast, which now it feels all right because, like, 
bitch, you got like 12 days, goodbye. But a lot can happen in 12 days, as we found out last Wednesday. So stay tuned. <laughs> anyway, so they believe that DJT is like the savior. Like he was sent to us by Q and by God to save the United States of America from being controlled by these pedophile ring of elites. And so he Q puts out like monthly, if not bi-monthly, I mean bi bi-weekly um messages on these forums, um basically giving uh its followers instructions on what they should do or who is going to save them next. So far, they've been completely wrong, uh, but these people still believe every single thing that Q says. Like, if Q said Oprah is drinking blood of babies, they'll believe... Oh, wait, they do believe that. They're right. Oprah is part of the elite. I forgot. <laughs> so... Uh, nobody's safe, bitch. Nobody is safe. I bet they believe RuPaul is too, which would make sense why he looks so young. No, bitch, we ain't going there. But <laughs> they also believe that um something called the Great Awakening is coming soon. And the Great Awakening, it will be when the majority of Americans, so people living in the United States, will wake up to the reality of what the elite pedophile ring is doing and how they're controlling Americans and they will revolt against them and they will pro they will, uh propel DJT as their like ultimate leader for saving them. Um and so the reason why this is dangerous is because QAnon is has been not only uplifted, but constantly retweeted by DJT. And in the last election, there was about 30 candidates, uh, 29 Republicans and one independent who are running for Congress and the Senate uh, who actually believe these things and are thinking that they're running for office to infiltrate these offices to infiltrate the government from the inside out and help Q and help DJT like eliminate um like these pedophile ring uh and save the children uh who are in the underground tunnels I I so, I'm sorry, I'm talking about this, and I'm trying to tell you information, but it's so incredibly bizarre that, like, I'm, like, fathomed by myself, because I can't believe I'm telling you this, because it sounds like I just made this shit up, like, right now, but the fact that, like, I did not make this shit up, y el montón de gente cree esto, like, a lot of people believe this, I think that's the scariest part. Um, a lot of QAnon supporters have been seen at DJT rallies. They were the a lot of the people that were there at last week's insurrection. They truly believe that they're there to save democracy and to save this country from this elite. But also QAnon is mainly like 
very uh, intertwined with white supremacy um, and like anti-Semitic uh, things that uh, or people that are anti-Semitic. And so it's really concerning as to um, when you see a lot of people of color that start believing things like QAnon. I guess they're trying to be closest to whiteness, but on those maneras, it's just really scary to me to think about that people actually believe this and they believe this to be true. So that's what QAnon is. I think like I spoke more than I should have about this because it's just so stupid and ridiculous, but also scary. Uh, so we're going to move on to our next segment of the podcast, our POC and queer excellence of the week. I'll see you there. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Welcome back to our next segment of the podcast, our POC or Queer Excellence of the Week. In this segment of the podcast, we talk about people who are POC or queer and they're just kicking ass. I think I'm going to change it to my QTPOC person of the week or excellence of the week, or something like that. We're gonna rephrase it para la otra, okay? You just sit and wait. Um, entonces, this week, we're gonna start by praising whoever the fuck runs at Gays Over COVID. So if y'all, before all of this, like, um, insurrection shit was happening, what was really happening was all these gays being, like, um outed for traveling and going to parties and um, going to like um, circuit parties. So a circuit party, for those who do not know, a circuit party is kind of like a rave. But think about mix a bathhouse and a rave put together. And that is what a circuit party is. If you do not know what a bathhouse is, girl, Google it. <laughs> So a circuit party is essentially like a gay rave mixed with a bathhouse because a lot of um things that your mother shouldn't see are happening at the circuit parties. Entonces, uh, usually at the end of, of every year, there's huge circuit parties that happen in certain cities, like the huge circuit parties in like Puerto Vallarta, uh, Sao Paulo, Brazil, like Australia, like um, all these big places. This year, the intention was that those were probably not going to happen because of COVID. Pero a lot of them still happened, and a lot of gays still traveled to these places, got into these packed, packed rooms of maybe three, four, five hundred gay men without their mask on, obviously, and are basically going to these super spreader events and what Gays Over COVID did on Instagram, at Gays Over COVID, started outing all of these gays. They were having huge gatherings and people were going nuts. Porque Gays Over COVID has really been putting everybody on blast. Some of the drag race girls got dragged. Like a bunch of these like... um white gays got dragged. I will say that the majority has been white gays. Um, but one of the things that has really, this has really shown us is that there's a difference between being gay and there's a difference between being queer. Because, like, I ain't no longer gay, y'all. I'm queer. Because, like, them gay people, they be doing some stupid shit, okay? Entonces, 
whoever gays over COVID is and keeping those gays accountable, good shit, yo. I also want to shout out at Enki Boys, which well, now that we're talking about Instagram. So at Enki Boys is actually a duo of a dad and a son. Um, If you have not seen their videos, they're kind of fucking amazing. They're this little boy and his dad, and they basically do TikTok videos where, like, the audio is playing and they pretend to be the two characters. Entonces, recently, Ava DuVernay reached out to them and asked uh, if, like, asked people, like, hey, like, if anybody knows these two people, like, this dad and son combo, please have them reach out to me. I would love to work with them. They're doing some dope shit. So, follow them on Instagram and on TikTok, at Anky Boys. That's E-N-K-Y-B-O-Y-S. Um, and have a good laugh. Uh, someone who had a great laugh after the elections that happened a couple weeks ago in in Georgia was Stacey Abrams, all the black women they were organizing, and all the community organizers in Georgia. They had the greatest fucking laugh when the Democrats, the two Democrats running for the Senate seats in Georgia, overtook the Republicans and officially converted Georgia into a blue state. Stacey Abrams might have lost that election two years ago, but bitch, she is laughing right now. You know who else is laughing? This girl, her name is Helena Duke. So Helena Duke um, is a, a lesbian DC teen who was kicked out of her house when she came out of the closet. Um, and then her mom basically kicked her out of the house because she was like, uh, she supports Black Lives Matter. She is a lesbian. So her mom, her brother, and her, I mean, her mom, her sister, and her uncle were all at the insurrection last Wednesday. And homegirl when FBI started looking for people, she went to Twitter and basically was like, this is my mom, this is my uncle, this is my aunt, go get him. So Helena Duke, she got the biggest laugh. Y'all might have kicked me out of the house, but guess what? I just called the FBI on you bitches. <laughs> e, last but definitely not least, this is really weird for me porque I never made this segment with the intention to like, applaud a policeman? Never. Ever. So this is a first and maybe the only time that this will happen. But I want to really shout out Eugene Goodman, who was a DC police officer who held back the terrorists in front of the Senate chambers while all the senators and congresspeople were being evacuated into their safe locations. If Eugene Goodman would not have been there to stop the terrorists, that means that they would have been able to get into the room where all the senators and the Congress people were at and probably would have been able to um, kidnap some of them to have... Um, what's it called? Cuando you... Yeah, to have hostages and maybe even have... Some of them would have died. So huge shout out to Eugene Goodman for um, finally doing what they say they do, protect and serve. Gotta be the black man to do it. I, if anyone, at least there was a black man. I'm just saying. And with that, I'm going to leave you and we're going to go to our next segment of the podcast today 
in the country. Mira, there's a lot happening. Y'all already know this, so I'll see you there. Welcome back to the next segment of the podcast, Today in the Country. So this segment, we usually talk about all the different things that are happening in the country. Pero me siento, like, I feel like we've been talking a lot about what's happening in this country, right? So this is just, like, some more airtime for me to, like, continue, like, that conversation. Like, obviously, we're going to talk about the attempted insurrection that happened at the Capitol. And what led to it. And obviously our question of the week, which is what is QAnon, it's very correlated to what led to this attempted like coup. Let's call it what it is. It was an attempted, a failed coup uh, by the sitting president, current sitting president of the United States. Entonces, what happens now? Like, let's go over in there. Like, what happened now? Um, so now that it happened... Obviously, the FBI is seeing this as a terrorist attack, as they should. It is very obvious that police and uh, authorities, they treat these majority, like I said, I believe it was 98.9 white people, differently than they would, you know, gente de color, like people of color. We've seen it. We saw it all summer. Todo el verano. We saw plenty of people getting arrested. Plenty of people getting maced and tased. Um, I, I know there were certain times where I almost got maced. almost got uh, arrested last summer when we were protesting. And we just avoided it by like minutes or seconds or by the act of God. Like mi madre, you know, mi madre ya me manda la bendición todos los días. Me dice que cuando se levanta, me manda la bendición. En el Padre, el Hijo del Espíritu Santo. Amen. So my mom always sends me her blessings, right? So I think that's really what like saved me. Pero what happens to these people that broke into the Capitol, obviously broke so many laws, um, stole things, damaged things. Um, a lot of the arrests have already started happening. But just this morning, I was watching uh, that uh, Como on CNN was talking to the lawyers of the man. There was this man carrying like a podium and he was like smiling. He obviously got arrested, but his lawyers are trying to fight saying that this is not the person that he is. He is a father, and he is a, uh, a husband, and he's a great part of his community, and he this was just a mistake that he made. He was just at the wrong place at the wrong time, and this is really what they're saying about all of them. Like, they're trying to really have these people, like, get out of it, but like, and if they do, it's really going to be another example of white privilege another example of how we live in two americas in this country um but a lot of them what has been really good to see my favorite show recently has been all these terrorists until their um what's it called like they're you know they're looking for things um, their investigation there you go as i get their investigation uh you know closes 
a lot of them have been, been put on the no-fly list till their investigation closes for that, like, like, case by case. And so my favorite show that I've been watching on Twitter is seeing these terrorists or these white people, these Trump supporters, like, really cry and throw fits and stuff because either they, A, they get kicked out of a plane, they can't board a plane, or they find out that they're on the no-fly list and then they become the biggest crybabies. Talking about crybabies, we were talking about talking some, when we talk some shit, we'll talk about this man, another crybaby. So this leads to their arrest. This leads to them, a lot of them being on no fly list. And that's great and all. And look, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like they should have been shot and killed. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not here for like people dying or violence. Pero... All I'm saying is, if this was the other way around, you know that people would have been shot and killed. So let's just say how it is. Let's not sugarcoat shit. So now then, what happens to DJT? So DJT is looking like he's going to be impeached by the House of Representatives, becoming the very first president in the history of this country to be impeached twice, uh, especially to be impeached right before he's supposed to leave office. There was a resolution on the uh, on the floor for Pence to enact the 25th Amendment, but it doesn't seem like he's going to do it. Entonces, um, Trump might was most likely going to be impeached for a second time. What this means is that, A, he won't get his million dollar a year for travel that every president get. He won't get his presidential stipend that every year that presidents get. And he can no longer ever run for office, any office, for like in government, in his life, because he's been impeached twice. So a lot of people are saying, no, it's not worth it. Just let it go. But I'm like, no, bitch, impeach his ass. We know the 25th Amendment is not going to be enacted, but a lot of people have also been talking about the 14th Amendment. So the 14th Amendment basically says that um, a senator or a congressperson can be removed if that set senator or congressperson um, like breaks their oath to serve this country and or um, does anything like an insurrection or... Um, plans to overthrow the government in any shape, in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, that's what I said. Entonces, a lot of people are looking at the 14th Amendment for a lot of those Congress people and senators that um, objected to the final vote of the college, um, the college vote uh, when they were choose when they were like uh, announcing who the new president was going to be, the electoral college vote. So a lot of people are saying that because an insurrection happened and a planned coup happened, or a failed coup, may I say, those senators should be held liable to the 14th Amendment. So, vamos a ver qué pasa. Tú y yo vamos a ver yo aquí en el CNN mirando. A ver qué pasa, let's see. And with that, we're going to move on to our next segment of the podcast, Hoy en el Mundo. I'll see you there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the next segment of the podcast, Hoy en el Mundo. I know there's a lot of shit happening in, in the United States, and, you know, some of the th things that we're going to talk about 
you know, have to do with the United States. Um, so a lot of different countries were sending in their, I guess, shaking their heads at the United States for always saying that we have the best democracy and our democracy is untouched. And a lot of countries have been calling us hypocrites as a country. You know, um, Afghanistan uh, put out a, a, a statement. Even Venezuela put out a statement. Uh, obviously, France and the UK put out a statement. And so to say that we are currently an embarrassment de todo el mundo is an understatement. Somos una vergüenza, güey. Una vergüenza, te digo. But in different news, uh, if we move over to Japan, so we discovered that there was a second strand of COVID in um, the UK. And now in Japan, they have discovered a third strand, strain, strain, strand, 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 I think, that is more transmittable or causes more severe cases of COVID-19 than the first strand. So, um... Yay, 2021! <laughs> Remember what I said at the beginning of the episode? O lo mejor es que 2020 ganó. And then, uh, if we move not too far from Japan and we go to Indonesia, and Indonesia, uh, Indonesians still are searching uh, for pieces of a plane that crashed only four minutes after taking off. Uh, the plane took off from Jakarta and it was headed to the capital of Indonesia. Uh, it's supposed to be like a 30, 45 minute uh, flight. And four minutes after it was in the air, it actually uh, crashed in the middle of the ocean. They're still not sure uh, what happened. We do know that there was 10 uh, children on board, and I believe there was 60 adults, about 60-something adults on board, um, and all of them are presumed to be dead at this point. Um, since this happened, there has been more than 3,300 rescue personnel looking for um at this point, no long, it is no longer a rescue mission. They're just looking for um, more clues of what happened. So they're looking at the wreckage. They're really looking for the black boxes uh, to make to ensure what happened. It must have been something um, big because a lot of experts uh, say that in order for it to have come down the way that it did only four minutes after, it have had to be a huge um, undertaking or something big had to happen in order for it to come down. Um, so yeah, so that is what's happening in the world. Uh, a, a lot of, believe it or not, a lot of the world news out right now is about the United States because so many different countries are just looking at us and looking at what we're going to do next or what this fucking country is going to do next. Uh, so with that, we're going to move on to our next segment of the podcast. So we talk some tea, we talk some truth, and baby... You better believe it's time to talk some shit. I'll see you there.
welcome back to the my favorite segment of the podcast where we get to talk some shit. So on this episode of the podcast, it's really specific and really special. Um, I would like to say fuck you to Senator Josh Halley and fuck you to Senator Ted Cruz. F you to both of you. There were two of the 147 Republican, uh, either Congress people or uh, senators who voted uh, in order to try and overturn the elections of the um, presidential uh, election. And so they voted, they basically voted to object by to certify the election results. Um, specific F you to Joss Halley, who is currently uh, a senator of Missouri, who was seen giving a huge fist to the insurrectionists, uh, to the terrorists before they overtook the Capitol. So big F you to him, to Mr. Uh, Cruz. Uh, the Latino and Hispanic community don't want you, sweetie. We would like to trade you in. Um, anyone uh, from the uh, Caucasian community who would like to trade one of their uh, overtly woke uh, Caucasians, please come see me at the office. We would like to trade Ted Cruz. Y'all can take that motherfucker. <laughs> It is simple. I just want to say F them because along with Mitch McConnell and um, the rest of the Republicans, Lindsey Graham and all of the other Republicans who abated by DJT throughout the four years and who kissed his ass and licked his butthole for the last four years, you are the reason why he is so empowered to do this and why all these uh, DJTers or or our maggots were empowered to take over the Capitol because of Republicans like you who sold your beliefs in order to try and gain political um, traction in order for your political aspirations. So I want to say an, a big F you to y'all simply because you decided to take back or resend your objection after the insurrection happened does not, um, what's the word I'm thinking? It does not forgive the fact that for the last four years, and some of you even longer than that, you basically sold your party. You basically sold the Republican Party at highest bidder. I'm not surprised at all, but uh, for someone that for a party that definitely calls themselves a law and order party or a party of, you know, the Constitution Party. You definitely fooled all of us. So F you to every single one of you. And uh, as my final bonus wings today, I would just like to say that um, I stand Mitt Romney. Never in a million years did I think I would say that. But... um. Mitt Romney stood by uh, the Constitution, stood by his belief. And so to that, I say, Mitt Romney, we might be have different beliefs, but at least you stuck to the Constitution and you stuck to your beliefs and you never became a maggot and didn't care if the maggots were coming for you. You knew your job. And you knew that you took an oath to the Constitution of the United States. And to that, I tip my hat. Another news, apparently Set in the City is coming back. 
so as a final nugget, I would like to say, uh, since Samantha's not coming back, I'm pretty sure they're going to kill her off. If there is not a woman of color or women's of color replacing the fourth, fifth, maybe sixth friend, I don't know if I'll be watching. Because after I've rewatched the regular Sets in the City shows, they're kind of problematic, not going to lie. <laughs> And with that, I'm going to go ahead and end episode 31. Uh, thank you so much for listening in. And I hope to continue to do these um, in the next couple months. Uh, none of us know what will be happening in the next couple weeks. Um, please stay safe. Please take some time for yourself and your own mental health. Por favor, wear your mask. Wash your hands. There's still a fucking pandemic happening amidst this what seems to be or will be a uh, a civil war or a beginning of something. I don't like saying that, but girl, you know, I'm I'm reading the writings on the wall and that's what they're saying. Uh please be safe on the days approaching the inauguration on January 20th. Uh do some grocery shopping. Nobody none of us know what's going to happen. Uh there's been reports that a lot of actions towards far right white supremacist groups are planning to do leading up to the um inauguration. Please don't walk alone. Please walk in groups. Stay safe. I love all of you. I'm sending you so much positive energy. And I just want to say thank you for listening. Uh, once again, my name is Mauricio. I am your host of It's Just a Talk podcast. Your queer, political, shady, Latinx, and queer podcast. Where we talk a little tea, we talk a little truth. But you know I always leave time to talk some shit. And I'm everything I am because the hood loves me. Bye, y'all. So, so. so.